0: i believe that content has the power to connect us all it's up to you how you use it listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests as well as practical tools and strategies from me it's so lovely to have you here let's dive into the show Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 50 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Now, today I have with me two very, very special people. I have Annie Payne and Matthew Deshane from both Milk and Honey Photography and Fancy Boy Photography. So, They are so special to me because not only have our lives strangely crisscrossed over the years, mainly through our children, but they were actually the photographers behind both my beautiful family photo session. We did back in, I think, about 2016, so that's quite a while ago, and they've also done two of my business shoots as well. So Annie and Matthew have been running their Sydney-based studio of Milk and Honey Photography for over 25 years. Annie began her career with a degree in scientific photography, which I never knew, and founded Milk and Honey Photography, whereas Matthew began his studies with a degree in fine arts and then went on to study film production. Now both have won a string of international, national and state awards and they are mentors, judges and active members of the Australian Institute of Professional Photography. But once Matthew met Annie he happily stepped sideways from film into photography to join Annie at Milk and Honey. They have since added a business photography arm to the business called Fancy Boy Photography that isn't so much corporate focus, but really caters to the growing and more fluid photographic needs of small to medium-sized businesses. But truly at the heart of Annie and Matthew's story is one of family's growth while running a business that has also supported their love of photography. Welcome to the podcast, Annie and Matthew. Thank you so much for Thanks, that lovely Mal. introduction. was beautiful. <laughs> now, my audience will probably recognize some of the photos that you've taken of me. They're dotted throughout my socials. They're on my website, lead magnets, emails, and I've even used it as the cover for this podcast as well. So I just have so much admiration and respect for you both. And I think really at the heart of this respect is exactly what's written in your bio, that you've been able to sustain, well, two businesses now, all whilst having your family in mind. And I think that's super special and it's something that many of us aimed to do. Um, I know a little bit about your background and I know that you've both had an interesting journey to get to this point in lives, your judges, your mentors, international, national prize winners. You've just got a huge string of accomplishments. But can you share with my audience a little bit about yourselves and perhaps let us know what is it about the photography industry that you love so much?
1: Yeah, well, I guess... um... 25 years is such a long time and when the that kind of milestone came up I was like oh you know we should do the party and should (laughs) do that Um, but it wasn't until we sort of really thought about that and started planning that that I did realize well that's you know such a long time through so many different variations of the business Mm. and we should be really proud of that and I think that the the, the success of that is that we have evolved over time. It doesn't really feel like 25 years. There's been so many different ways that we've run the business with different amounts of staff and different uh, studios and working from home, and working separately and all of that. So it's kept it always interesting um, and exciting and that kind of goes for the photography industry itself, which has also changed so much in those 25 years. Mm. Um, you know, we we started in the days of film and dark rooms, and then having to transition into digital. Um, you know, it's really big industrial change in there. So, yeah, that that's also what we love about it. That's got so much um, so much change and in interest. So it keeps it keeps it interesting
0: along the way. Let's just talk about this for a moment if we can. And because I think that, you know, a lot of small businesses really did struggle through that COVID period. And I can only imagine being a photographer and what it was like through those um, periods where you weren't able to meet your clients face to face and take these beautiful photos that you usually do. Now, I know some of the things that you did, but I would love for you to kind of talk about perhaps some of the things that you were able to do through that period, those few years where, you know, meeting face-to-face was so difficult, what you did in order to continue your business running.
1: Yeah, that was really um, a big spanner thrown in the works um, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, it was an interesting time it was actually also a really nice kind of pause to re look at where everything was at and perhaps get to a couple of those projects that would never have happened otherwise and that that we you know always thought we'd get around to but probably would never have got around to without <laughs> given that sort of an opportunity so Yeah, three of the things that we did that I think that happened just purely because of COVID, one of them was we did the From the Street documentary photography where we photographed some families at the front of their houses. And we did that as a a community project to document that time in in people's lives and to, to give those photos to them. And we also, like, applied for grants through council and things like that to perhaps have an exhibition or something out of that. But it was just really nice to do a very different project um, in that way. And um, another thing that we did was to create an online course uh, with our daughter, teenage daughter, um, teaching teenagers how to um, use their phones for photography and thinking about lighting and composition and and something like that. And that was. The online course was something that I've always wanted to develop and it was really great to be able to just learn all the structure behind doing that and, um, yeah, to do that, something different. Um, and the other project that I, I felt satisfied in being able to get to in that time was to go through all the old archives digitally and all the old negatives and photos and just really be able to archive those, personal our personal work and 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 client work as well. So yeah, it was it was a good reset for all of those kind of projects.
2: And, and uh, one of the major thing that came out of it was that we were in, in being sort of forced to really seriously consider the finances and and where the business stood. And how we were going to survive, we reconsidered uh, the studio that we were in at the time, which we were renting. Um, and then um, the silver lining was that we actually realized that we could not only move into, we could possibly buy a, a commercial premises based on our super fund. So, in, in a strange way, it led to something that was far more uh, secure uh, for us long term uh, and was a really exciting sort of transition into a new phase for the business.
0: I love that so much. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that we can all learn from that, that out of diversity comes so much opportunity. And, you know, the fact that you said it was a nice pause, I think that that's beautiful Mm. because we are in this situation of doing, 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 and, you know, forever rushing from one thing to the other. To be forced to do something and stop, uh, whilst it wasn't great, (laughs) the reason why we had to, it also meant that so many of us had that opportunity to reassess where we were in our lives and our business and really come to something uh, new and different, which is so beautiful. Now, you mentioned that you've been running Milk and Honey. I think it's, is it 27 years now? Like you recently had a 25th birthday, but I think it's it's more than that. What do you think is the secret to longevity in business? Uh, I think so many of my listeners are very much in the, that early stage of their business. So, you know, thinking about being in business for 27 years is kind of mind blowing. So what do you think has been the secret to that? Yeah,
1: I think just keeping interested in the business and loving the business and not getting stuck in doing the same thing. And sometimes I, I feel like that's a negative where it's like we're always going in different directions. But I think then looking back for that amount of time, it's actually a really be positive to have just kept it evolving and yeah having different uh, locations and and having different types of photography that we concentrate on and that kind of thing has really kept kept the longevity of the of the business.
2: also as a team effort uh, when I first started with Annie she had already set up milk and honey with with uh, her business partner. At the time we were working with stringers with other photographers as well sort of coming and going from the studio. Apart from just wanting to pay the rent, we all shared a love for photography and and I think what it really um, taught me very quickly was there was a great benefit of, of working in teams because you bounce off each other, you bounce off ideas and things and one of the biggest struggles I think of running your own business is is being isolated um in some sense and, and it's very hard sometimes to sort of keep motivated whereas if you're in touch and communicating with other people in the community with similar passions and i, and I guess annie and i are very lucky as a couple that we also share this, this you know sort of very similar passion and taste you know in, in the work that it's it's never been just a business you know it's actually a, a, a real pursuit for us that, that's deeply satisfying on, on a number of different levels yeah
0: Yeah, I think you just touched on something really important there as well, Matthew, and that's the importance of community and surrounding yourself with like-minded people because many of my listeners are solopreneurs or they have, you know, a very, very small team. And so it can feel lonely and it can feel isolated. And especially if you're not sure which direction that you want to go in your business, you know, just having someone to be able to bounce ideas off or to be able to perhaps cheerlead each other's successes, um, drown your sorrows if you need to is really, really important. So yeah, community is definitely a key to my the way I run my business as well. So let's just switch gears for a second and mm-hmm. let's talk about professional photography. That's why we're here today and, and connecting with our ideal clients through professional photography. As small business owners, why do you think we need professional photography?
2: I, I think it, it's important for as a perception, no matter how small your business is, to have people get that you take yourself as seriously as you want them to take you. And professional photography sets you apart in that regard. We're, we're you know in, in this wonderful sort of cultural age now where everyone has a, a camera of, of some sort. Uh, and I do think that's that's fantastic. Uh, the democratizing of, of the technology has actually opened up all sorts of creative opportunities. Nonetheless, it, it, it still means that people, um, as professionals, can set themselves apart by producing really special images by understanding uh, a, a very particular situation. Uh, in our case, I, I think when we when we listen to our clients and when we can actually get them to tell their story, we in turn can interpret that into images that will be of value to them, uh, and, and that's very different to to using say a library shot or or. or um, taking a selfie on a a phone and thinking that'll do it's it's about um giving your yourself your business I think that the seriousness that that you want others to take take it
0: yeah I think that's a great point and I know from personal experience as well my first photo shoot with you I was extremely nervous but I knew at the same time that taking that step to invest in myself and my business and have these photos taken that I could use absolutely everywhere and that's you know, just, I think probably another reason, which you might talk about as well, the fact that you can use them in so many different places. Like I'm constantly using them on my socials. I use them in my emails as headers, as, you know, just, just so many different things in so many different ways that it's such a, a, um, a great investment in your business. And it kind of signals to yourself, like you said, that you are serious. You're in, you're in business for a reason. And uh, you know, this is, this is a way to show the world that that's, that's the case.
2: I, I, and I think there's a very the, the, the great value of photography is it's a it's a very visible investment for your business. It's something like you're sort of saying, Mel, that, that, that if you, you communicate well with the photographer uh, and they understand exactly what it is that you're trying to communicate to you, especially to your your um, ideal client, then uh, there's lots of shelf life to be had out of that session. And it's really worth investing once you understand that you're on the same page It's really worth investing a lot of time in just preparing for the session itself. And uh, I remember your first session. it was fantastic. we We had a pile of clothes, you know sort of <laughs> that we were <laughs> dragging from spot to spot, saying, oh, this looks great, the, you know, the light's fantastic over there. Why don't we try this? It was a really vibrant kind of creative opportunity to to you know uh, establish a foundation, I think, visually, you know for for what you were setting up to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it was definitely an experience and one I thoroughly enjoyed. I obviously went back for a second second go. But besides showing your ideal client or showing your audience that you mean business, you are in business and you mean business, how else can professional photography help us?
2: I, I think it relays um, a very clear message or it can relay a, a very clear message that is a shorthand basically um you know we, when we meet people uh when we see images in the media and all the rest it, it can be as little as 5 seconds and you've you've registered what or how you feel about it and what the message might be and uh and certainly now our social media um all that sort of stuff you know we're, we're sort of content saturated in a way so it's it's really important to not to grab someone's attention in a, in a in a superficial way but to hopefully uh, relate to the people who are going to engage with you on on a serious level. Yeah, I
0: love that point. I love that point about relating to your ideal client because if we're not going to relate, if we can't relate to our ideal client, they're never, ever going to come on that client journey with us and they're never, ever going to purchase with us. They need to get over that first hurdle of connecting with us and if we can show them through, uh, you know, visual stories exactly who we are and how they can relate to us, then that's really going to help that process.
2: Yeah, I think if uh, what I often try to draw from our clients when, when preparing for, for the session as well as during the session itself is, is some sense of the passion that they've that has drawn them into the business in the first place. If I can get them to uh, or relay to, to me through the camera um, just what it is that, that, that made them start their business in the first place, invariably, they, they've got this sort of um, this excitement comes through, you know, the, the passion comes through. And then that, of course, will will relate then to to re- be relayed to their, their potential clients. It's uh, it's so interesting and so simple to me, you know, but, but I, I love hearing those stories because it helps me as well, uh, apart from just being interesting. Mm.
0: So besides the perception side of things, you know, being taken seriously and standing out, I guess, standing out from the crowd, is there any other reasons why we should think or consider professional photography as part of our budget this year?
2: Yeah, I, I think because it it reiterates the message. Um, you know, graphically you can utilize it. You, you were saying yourself, Mel, well, how much um, how many different ways you can apply the images through different facets of the business. In in again uh, preparing for a, for a session and 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 uh, gaining a clear idea of how those images can be used, you end up with a very useful suite of, of pictures that, that may, um, for example, you know, sort of be strong as a portrait might be great for LinkedIn, but they're not so appropriate for social media. You may want something that's a bit more loose, a bit more fun, a bit more dynamic. Similarly, uh, something for a website page uh, on the, you know, about us kind of uh, section may require a bit more sort of eye contact and direct authenticity, whereas something that's more about the process of the business um, will tell the story of the business. Uh, and engage in a, on a different level in a different way. So similarly, um, if if the photograph, depending on the framing, the, the composition, that sort of thing, if, if we've left, for example, some space to one side, graphics can be dropped in. Yep. Uh, the, the text, you know, will complement the image. The background will, will be consistent. So there's a connection there. It helps graphic designers if you have the luxury of working with graphic designers or web designers. Um, even when you work on templates, it, it just, you know, it, it makes sense to have that versatility and that strength, you know, that, that I, I think, you know, we as professionals bring to it.
0: Mm. Oh, absolutely. And I would have to agree the versatility is a huge, huge plus when you're thinking about investing in professional photography, because there are so many different ways that you can use exactly the same image as well. Like, mm. I just feel like my two photo shoots have produced content for years, which they have. Like, it's just amazing the different ways that I can use them and reuse them and change, you know add text to them or like you said, you know, just just change something a little bit different. And, you know, I've got a whole new look, but it's still in that same kind of branding suite, which is awesome. Now I'm just going to take a little bit of a tangent for a section because you kind of mentioned around preparing for a photo shoot. And I think that this is something really almost a bit scary for a lot of people. I know it was for me when I first uh did my first photo shoot. And you know, it's often a, a quite a big investment compared to what they've probably previously invested in their their business and themselves as well. So once you actually have made that decision that yes, you want to do a photo shoot, how can we ensure that we do get this versatility and true reflection of our brand and it does stand out from the crowd? What are some of the things that we should think about to help us get the most out of that photo shoot? Yeah, I think
1: um, one of the most important things to think about is how you want to present to your clients. So it isn't just about the photographer taking a photo of you and that's it. You want to think a bit more about it, about like how you want to present. Do you want to come across as being very corporate and slick or do you want to come across as being very approachable and casual or do you want a bit of both of those kind of feels or if it's products you know do you, do you want them to be bright and white and pretty and, and light or do you want them to be moody and warm and luxurious so there, there are a lot of things that you can think about which you've probably already thought about as part of your branding mm-hmm. and then the photography can carry through and bring that to life as well.
0: I know that uh, we when I first did my photo shoot, that I had no idea. Like I really had no idea. And I think that's part of uh, your magic, Annie and Matthew, to be able to bring people, people's like lack of ideas into a true reflection of who they want to be and what they want to stand for, which is absolutely amazing. I know that not everyone has the beautiful magic that the both of you two do. So how can someone perhaps prepare themselves besides just looking at the look of things, besides deciding whether it's crisp and clean or moody and, and warm, what other things can they really be sure of to get the most out of their their photo shoot?
2: A lot of it comes down to, to understanding what it is that you do in your own business.
0: Well, big That's question.
2: Mm, well it is and, and and I think I found a lot of clients, whether it be by having a, a good solid conversation on the phone beforehand, or them filling out a brief for them um, it's actually a really healthy exercise to just try to distill uh what it is that they are intending to do with their business and so for for our involvement what it is they're intending the photos to do for them how they're going to get that va- value out of them mm. and in preparing it's it's not just I, I don't think it's just the aesthetics in in many respects that's sort of our job is to is to interpret the the aesthetic uh approach that's going to best suit the business is more how you want people to feel in regard to your with regard to your business and to you how do you relate your authenticity your genuine passion for what you're doing and as annie was saying you know sometimes that's as simple as a a backdrop uh, sometimes it's a lot more work. You know, a lot of people are very nervous in front of the camera. Uh, having said that, it's a really fun process, you know, and again, this is why I like to get to know people because, as I say, people get so much more confident when when they are talking about what they know and and that's the sense that i would like to get out of a portrait for example in in relation to your business and and once someone is is on a roll like that their confidence translates through the camera and that confidence translates into money basically um in, in the uh, the end result uh because people are happy to approach you if you look like a deer in, in the headlights you know then then people are going to think something's wrong um <laughs> And I
1: think that's also going back to why you would have a professional photographer. Yeah. So it's not yeah. just about the look. It's about these skills that that we have when talking to people and and then their facial expression, expressions are changing. So we're doing that on purpose to kind of get them into that, that level of not mm. feeling like they're being photographed and forgetting about that. And that's the same reason why we take children, you know, to run in the park. So they're not there sitting stiffly for their photos. They're actually just being themselves. And then you can really get some genuine photos of them. So that's all all part of the skill of a professional photographer um, and the different levels that we take it to to get those really good photos.
2: And and many of our clients are in a transitional phase. They've, They've stepped away from one job that was probably paying more money um, but they're following their passion.'re they're, they're, you know um, interestingly, I find that over the last say five years uh, for fancy boy, the majority of the clients are women and uh, professional women so usually sort of 30-ish plus uh, who have stepped away from quite often a more sort of corporate restrained sort of work environment, largely uh, for, for work life, Balance uh, and and um, requirements, uh, or, or simply because that's their preference, often for ethical reasons. Reasons that that basically uh, take them into a more fluid sort of business environment. And and in that regard, they're, they're probably not feeling that at their most confident. So so part of the job I see as I see it is to again is to sort of find what it is that that's that's giving them the strength in the first place to take that step. And it's uh, it's a yeah it's a very interesting process I think and it's uh, I also find it interesting as a as a male that that um, in general I'd say women are much more visually literate mm. they understand what they're going for they understand what they relate to visually
0: mm. yeah really interesting I'm, I'm going to pick up on a couple of points there Matthew if I can mm. I love how you talk about getting to know your ideal clients so the your clients sorry the people who you're photographing and help them feel you know help them to create photography or images that are true reflections of who they are or who they want to be. I think that that's really beautiful. And I think that that's a really important part of having professional photography is really bringing out that confidence and showcasing exactly who you are so your ideal client can actually connect with you. And then the other thing you you mentioned and I think maybe Annie mentioned this was how you want people to feel. So using professional photography to really connect into not only how you want your ideal client to feel when they see your face and when they see images of you, but how you want to feel about showing up in that particular way. So I think that they're both beautiful reasons to have uh, professional photography as well. Now, I know that you've also got a resource that can help people if they are thinking about having professional photography. So do you want to just talk about that for a second? Uh, yeah we,
1: we developed a, a questionnaire um, that helps you put together your own photo brief and because we realized you know with seeing so many people with businesses and the type of questions that come up um, and it's very helpful even if you're not having a photo shoot it's really helpful to learn those things about your your business and then if you are having a photo shoot, then you've got this great kind of prepared brief, which will mean that you'll get the most out of your any photography session as well. The photo brief has questions about um, who you are as a, as a business or as a service provider and then um, or what products you sell. And then it's also got like how do you want to present to your clients and that kind of thing. And then the goals and deliverables that you might need or expect as a result of the uh, photo Mm -hmm. session and then also who is your target audience and who are you who are you directing them at which helps us and helps helps you as well and then we also suggest that um, people put together like a mood board or inspirational photos reference photos that they've seen that really resonate with them and then they can um, you know we can use that collaboratively to come up with some images that have a similar feel for them.
0: I love it. I love it so much. And I think it's so important that we actually think about these things, not just before a professional photo shoot, but in general as well, right? Like we really should understand how we want to show up, how we want to be visible for our ideal client and how we want to actually connect with them. So all of those things will really, really help you do that as well as uh, help you prepare prepare for your uh, photo shoot as well. love it so much. I'll make sure that I pop the link to that in the show notes. So anyone who's listening can go and grab a copy of that. Um, I know it will be super helpful whether you're planning a photo shoot or not. So make sure you go and grab that. Now, before we wrap up today, I've got a couple of other quick questions for you. I'm going to fire away. The two of you have been together for a while, but I want to know what it's like to work with your life partner every day. So how do you actually, you know, do business without killing each other?
2: Oh, it's just policemen. <laughs> it's
0: easy. Yeah,
2: Annie adores me, and I adore her. And just can't can't be together enough, really. Yeah.
1: No, um, a lot of people ask us that, and and a lot of people say, "Oh, you're crazy! I could never do that." And mm. I think that it's a matter of, um, again evolving, like the the business itself, like over the years, finding areas that that we're interested in and it's actually really great you know having a partnership of any sort in business i think where you can do that where you can you can find your strengths and and really focus on those and then the other person can, can have a different avenue so it's really about that about finding the areas that we are not only good at that we, but that we also love and then um, you know making that work as a team so mm,
2: yeah. I, I think it was interesting I, I had a, a, a session yesterday with a team who were just starting their own business and they happen to be first cousins and so we're talking about just this this sort of thing of of the the benefits you know because i think the old school sort of approach would be well, you don't do business with friends and family and it's just it gets too complicated in in their case they they nailed it straight away they said look we we know each other almost as sisters it's about trust and if you trust each other you can communicate clearly and if you can communicate clearly then it's a shorthand to move on you know i think for annie and i that's that's a very similar situation you know we, we um uh, know each other well enough to trust that that if we are saying something that can be brutally honest then then okay you sort of roll with that but you understand it's coming from a good place and it's uh yeah it's certainly taken a while and uh, i think the other thing is just recognizing each other's skills Annie's a great photographer and taught me everything technically probably though, i know um in the nitty-gritty of dealing with cameras but but uh, at, at the end of the day she's by far better at the business side of things I'm not. I I fully admit that. I hate the business side of things, you know, um, or at least, you know, (laughs) I avoid it if I can. So, and we can always back each other up. That's the other great thing, you know, that I I think uh, in terms of our skill sets and all the rest, we're, yeah, we're not so sort of different that we, we can't sort of cover each other's backs.
1: Mm -hmm. also just on a on a more kind of personal domestic note on that as well I mean I think a lot of people go into business to be able to have flexibility in their lives and um, maybe a lot more women for that reason as well when they've got Mm -hmm. children and they can be flexible around that and the beauty of us both being in the same business means that we have both been able to have that which unfortunately is not doesn't happen enough for men I think in in the still very you know kind of corporate social world so you know, we have equally been able to be there from our, cho- for our children from the beginning. Matthew does 100 of the cooking still, and <laughs> you know all of that kind of thing. So it doesn't it crosses over into our personal lives as well, which is which is really great. Mm, that's that beautiful.
0: Such beautiful mm-hmm. advice. I think for mm-hmm. personal as well as business as well. So to trust each other, to communicate, to work with your strengths. And to really lean into that teamwork side of things, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Do you have any final parting words of wisdom for us? We
1: were we would like to say that, you know, don't don't overthink it too much. Don't be afraid to start thinking about your your photo shoot and how you would, you know like to show off yourself to the world. And feel free to chat to us, give us a call and, and mm. chat about, you know, um, some advice about where to start with all of that.
2: I think like most things, with, with any change, it, it has to start with a conversation and um, we always enjoy that conversation. You know, it, it usually leads to very productive, positive places. And, and um, I think, you know, so many people starting out in business, have sort of, um, uh, there's an insecurity, obviously there's an insecurity. Um, but when you're speaking to other professionals who've got experience in their particular fields and you just stand to learn uh, and that builds confidence
0: and I would have to reiterate that's that's those those <laughs> those words of wisdom I would have to just 100% reiterate to don't be scared to just give it a go um, because yeah. the the benefits and the outcome from it is just beyond your wildest imagination so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Annie and Matthew and sharing your wisdom with my listeners I truly appreciate you being here Thank
2: Thank
0: you you, very much. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, Mel. stop talking, I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join The Content Effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google The Content Effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.